Hey, Harmony members, welcome to the replay. And thank you, those of you who are live. And I am so excited to be here tonight. Let me make sure you can hear me. I'm going to turn this up a little bit on my phone just to make sure there is audio. Yes, there is. Awesome. Um, I'm going to wait a couple seconds for those of you to join me. And like I said, if you're watching the replay, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to be here tonight. It feels like it has been a long time since I have gone live. It's been a while. And sorry I'm late. Uh, I was having technical difficulties, but I'm here. So it's all good. I, like I said, I hope you're doing well. I am not, first of all, um, I know that it is a crazy day uh, for multiple reasons. Hi, Katie. Um, we have the elections still going on, you know, and if you're watching the replay, then, you know, like a, even a month from now, hopefully by then a decision has been made. So it's just been crazy. There is this time of year is crazy with holiday madness. And um, also, I just know you're feeling the stress of the way you're teaching right now, too. So we're going to cover a whole lot tonight. And I'm going to share my screen in a little bit to show you um, some things. And I also want you guys to comment when I'm going to ask some I'm going to ask some questions in a little bit and comment in the comment, comment in the comments. You know what I mean? Um, and even if you're watching the replay, I want you to comment as well. Okay, so with that said, let me start sharing my agenda and let's get going. Okay, so the first thing I wanna talk about is um, how it's okay not to be okay. And then you're like, well, way to start off with a positive. <laughs> but when I was preparing this Facebook Live today, I really was thinking about this time of year. I started thinking about all the stress that goes along with it. And not to mention, let's just keep it real. The last three or four months for you, um, whether you started the school year in August or you started in September, this is, un, um, this is unlike anything you have ever faced. And so you may not feel like you are okay right now. You might feel like you're just kind of going through the motions. You might feel like you're extra stressed than normal. You might feel like, you are, you know, it's just like, am I even doing an effective job? And, and so first of all, I want to acknowledge that it's okay not to be okay. And I'm going to talk about some thoughts around that. Yay, Katie, that's awesome. She is finally back to her classroom start Monday. If you don't know, Katie has been on a cart. And so um, those of you, I know there's other teachers in Harmony who are on a cart. And so hang in there, even if, you know, you're still on a cart you can do it. You're doing a great job, but yay. That's awesome. I love hearing any wins from you guys. So that's awesome. Okay. So what do you do if you're not feeling okay? If you're feeling just kind of ho-hum about everything, or you may feel like you're waking up every day, going through the motions when it comes to going to school and teaching your kiddos, or maybe you're still at home teaching virtually or whatever you find your situation. How do you move forward with that? First of all, I acknowledge your feelings are real. I will never be the person to sit here and tell you that if you're not feeling okay, or if you're feeling like you're having a hard time this school year, and let's be honest, I know I've seen it, so I know you guys have too. There's like a huge teacher turnover right now. There's a lot of teachers. I mean, all you have to do is go to Twitter and, you know, in the teacher section, however you get there, you know what I mean? And <laughs> the education section of Twitter, and you can see teachers that are like, I quit my job today. I'm quitting tomorrow. I let my principal know I'm resigning a two week notice. It's insane. It makes sense though, doesn't it? It's overwhelming. It is just like, how am I supposed to do this? And you feel like you're given more and more responsibility, more and more um, expectations put on you. And it is just overwhelming. I don't even feel like there's another word. I wish there was another way to describe it, but overwhelming is how you feel. 
overwhelmed is how you feel. So first thing I want you to do is to acknowledge that your feelings are real. Acknowledge that if you feel like you're feeling a certain way and you feel like you might be the only one feeling that way, you're not. I love jumping into our Harmony Facebook group because it's been pretty quiet in there lately, which is normal this time of year. It just gets quiet, especially this school year. I've noticed a lot quieter in that group because let's be honest, you're very limited for time. Things are crazy and you're showing up when you can. But with that said, what I was going to say is when I see a teacher post in there that they're struggling with a certain thing or that they are just um, pretty overwhelmed with teaching right now or with life. The comments I see, sometimes I wait just to, I want others to comment before me. And I see some of the comments being made like, you can do this. It's okay to feel that way, but here's how you can move forward. Or I support you and um, you're doing a better job than you think you are. Oh, I experienced that exact situation maybe last week and here's how I moved forward. Versus other Facebook groups that I am, I'm even in where it's not all negative. I'm not going to say all the groups are negative, but there's sometimes people will post they're feeling a certain emotion and immediately it's all these advice telling people what to do instead of just letting them feel their emotions. Does that make sense? I feel like, I know I feel this way sometimes when you say I'm feeling upset or I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling like I can't do this or I feel like this is too much. Sometimes the comments you get from people in personal life or online are like, well, just move past it or everybody's dealing with it or why are, you shouldn't be feeling overwhelmed about that or you get comments like that. But what I'm saying is why I'm saying it's okay not to be okay is because I want you to acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge that the way you're feeling is okay, that it is okay to experience and feel emotions and that it's okay to not be a hundred percent okay all the time. So that's the first thing I wanted, I wanted to say, but how do you move past that? Um, and I do, the next thing I want to talk about is fall activities and books. So stay tuned. Okay. So talk about that. Talk about it with your group of friends. Maybe you have some teacher besties at school. Maybe you are, um, I don't know, in harmony group. This is why one of the main reasons I wanted to create this membership site is because I know that Island music teachers feel that you're on a lot. And I wanted you to have a safe space for you to come and to be able to talk about your feelings and your emotions and what you are experiencing in a non-judgmental um, space. And so maybe you are just feeling overwhelmed and you're like, OK, I have acknowledged that I'm feeling this way. My my feelings are real. Jessica's validating it. She's telling me that it's okay to feel this way, but what do I do to move forward? Well, I want you to talk about it. And maybe you're like me, and I love telling people this because they're like, yeah, right. I'm a huge introvert. So it's very hard for me to open up to people. Um, my husband still tells me to this day, we've been together, we'll be married 15 years next July. And he still tells me to this day, like I keep my wall up sometimes. He can tell when I get quiet, something's wrong. But I still am like, I don't want to talk about it. That's just my personality, but it's not good to hold it in. So I'm speaking to myself here too. But with that said, if you're feeling overwhelmed, it is okay to talk about it. Or if you don't want to talk about it with someone else, at least acknowledge your feelings and process through it. Take the time to just sit in quiet every once in a while and to process your emotions and really um, sit and reflect about what why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Maybe it's just like a continuous every single day. You just keep going because you have to. So you don't ever stop to think about why am I feeling extra overwhelmed right now? What is going on? Um, and then I also want to say this. 
I've heard a lot of teachers say, well, I don't like to, um, when I get home at night, I don't like to just like unwind or just lay around because I have so much other things I need to do. And I still continue working way into the night. I want to tell you right now that it's okay to be lazy. You never need to feel like you need to justify yourself to anyone else. If you feel like having a lazy night on the couch, you're ordering a pizza and you feel like laying there and watching Netflix, do it. If you feel like on a Saturday, um, you have all these things you had planned to do for school and you don't feel like doing a single thing. And by the end of the day, you feel like you had not gotten a single thing done. That's okay. It is, and this is something I had to learn. And it I'm, I'm that personality too, where I like to go, go, go. And I do love to chill. Don't get me wrong. But I always have, when I am relaxing, I'm always thinking about what I could be getting done, what I should be getting done instead. And so it, be okay with being lazy, especially this school year. Your stress probably went from here from last school year, if you are a returning teacher, to this. If you're a new teacher, it's already at this, right? <laughs> and so be okay, especially this school year, when you feel like you're more emotionally, mentally, physically drained than you normally are, then take some lazy time for yourself. We talk about self-care all the time, but I'm going to use the actual word lazy. You have my permission to relax and unwind and be lazy and just don't think about school. You're going to have other things you need to get done, but take some time for yourself and don't think about what else needs to get done. So I want you to remember that you're living through a pandemic. This isn't normal. It's something that you've never faced. It's something that you never thought you would face. It's something that you and I also thought would be gone by now. And it's still, we're still trucking along, aren't we, with pandemic. And I'm going to tell you right now, um, I, I am not an expert in this. I am not an expert in helping teachers navigate through a pandemic. It's something that stretched me and pulled me and how to help um, you in harmony, to be honest. So just realizing that you're living through a pandemic. So if you are feeling extra tired, think about it. You're not just physically tired. You are mentally tired. You are mentally having to basically reinvent the wheel this year when it comes to teaching your students. You are having to reinvent the wheel when it comes to wearing a mask, social distancing. What are all the rules? Can I sing with my kids? Can I not? Am I online? Are they online? Are they in person? Am I rolling on a card? Are we not? Can I use instruments? There's so many moving parts to it. You're having to make 100 decisions a day. And so, of course, you are. if you're feeling more drained than you normally do, you know that phrase, there's teacher tired. It's a real thing. Teachers are more tired. There's That's why they use the phrase teacher tired. But this year, it's even worse because you're not just like, normal tired like you normally are in a school year, you are just feeling like you are completely spent and emotionally, physically, mentally drained. And so I want you to remember those days that you're like, I should be handling this better than I am. I should not be feeling this exhausted. Yeah, you probably should be because this is not normal. So acknowledge that it's okay not to be okay. Feel those emotions acknowledge your feelings and remember you are living through a pandemic and so it's okay to not be okay and then um if you are if you do feel like you're going through the motions just know you're not alone and feeling that way know that if you just feel like you're like i should be like so excited to wake up today and do my job i should be peppy about you know returning to school and teaching music or teaching virtually or whatever it is and you wake up certain days and you're like this is so hard how am i going to make it to friday this week First of all, I want to say 
that in a regular school year, and I hate even using that phrase because is there ever a regular school year, but you know what I mean, a non-pandemic school year, that you're going to have days and weeks like that anyways. And those teachers that say, I've never thought those thoughts, please. Yes, you have. But I've thought that with every single job I've ever had, okay? That it's just the case. There's some days you wake up and you just don't, you're just not in it. And some days you're like, man, I love my job. I love what I do. This year, it's going to feel magnified. You're going to feel like I I'm just not in this. I feel like I'm a robot teaching music this year. If you're feeling that way, no, you're not alone. So I just wanted to start this Facebook Live by saying that. That's okay not to be okay and to just keep going, okay? The next thing we are going to move into is fall books and activities. So it is now November. Yay. Um, I hope you had a great Halloween. Celebrate it however you celebrate it. I am still kind of in a sugar coma. Um, <laughs> we got way too much candy. We did like a drive through trunk or treat. Um, the local sheriff's department. It was really cute. Like they each had like booths, but instead of walking around, so to make it COVID friendly and everybody had a mask on and everything, but you drove through. Well, we did not know that this line was going to be two hours to drive through. And by the time you entered the fairgrounds, there was no like no entering or exiting besides to keep going. <laughs> so we made it. But anyways, my boys each got two bags full of candy. And of course, every time I walk through the kitchen, I have to eat like two pieces. It's ridiculous. Anyways, I was not planning to go there, but it is what it is. Okay. So fall, so fall is here. It's in full force. And I love living in Northwest Arkansas and because you can totally see the leaves changing. And it's so cool because every day you drive around town, the leaves are all different. Like one day a tree may be red and the next day it's orange. It just, it's so pretty around here. Um, so what can you do in the fall um, with your kiddos? Especially this school year. It's a little different, isn't it? So I'm just going to give some suggestions. First of all, if you look in the, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. If I can remember how, give me one second. One time I tried to do this and it completely... Oh, there we go. Um, it completely, this is not sharing the right screen though. Should not be seeing that. Let me, oh, wait a minute. Whoops. Hold on, guys, stick with me. Sorry. How do I share this? Nope. Okay. Maybe I won't be sharing my screen. Give me a second. Okay, hold on a minute. I'm going to figure it out. While I'm trying to figure out how to share the screen, I'm going to talk to you about it. If you look in the month three lesson plan pack, I did. Oh, wait, let's try this. There we go. Okay, this is what I was trying to show you. Um, I did share. And I can't figure out how to get my face off of here either. So you're just going to have to bear with me. Okay. Uh, as you can see, I'm really tech savvy lately. So this is the month three lesson plan pack um, came out in October. And when you scroll, I'm just, and if you look over here, this is where I'm at. Um, in, I'm in the monthly lesson plan packs and resources. And then I'm down here in month three and I'm clicking on lesson plan pack with editable lesson plans. And I'm scrolling down to about page four. And so I give suggestions right here. I just say holiday song suggestions. I leave it very vague with just ideas you can do like with your younger and older students. And I just, I wanted to show this with you, show this to you in case you haven't seen it yet. And then also, so Halloween, I give some suggestions here. And so we're past Halloween, but these are still some fall activities your kids would love to do in, regardless of if it's still Halloween or not. And then Veterans Day. And so any patriotic song would work for that. And then here's three Thanksgiving songs that are really awesome. 
But while we're here, I wanted to share this screen. So I am just on Amazon. I've been asked a lot is how do you find, how do you know what books to find for, let me take this off so you, that's not on there. How do you find, there we go. Um, how do you find books for the music room? Like, how do you know what books to find? Honestly, these are my suggestions and this is exactly how I've always done it. First thing is check with your, check in your school library. Um, I literally would just walk around and check books out like the kids. And literally would just, it doesn't need to be musical, just any book, because I'm going to show you how to use it in case you've never used books in your classroom. We're going to talk about ways to do that. So your school library, your public library, and Amazon, I always just go and I just type in things like this, fall children's books. So that's exactly what I typed in. So then what I, you can do, and also you can trade with other teachers. You ask the classroom teachers in your school building, the kinder, first, second, whatever grade level and say, hey, I'm, do you have any books about fall I can borrow? And then when they share the books with you, then we're going to talk about how to make a musical. So here's all I do. I type it into Amazon. It doesn't need to be Amazon. There's so many amazing book websites out there or bookstores. And then you just go through and look and say, hmm, okay, I don't have any books about leaves or pumpkins or, and then you also kind of look, um, look at it to see maybe what age level it would be good for. Um, this one's about the harvest. So a lot of these are for the younger kiddos. And um, but a lot of these books you can use with older students as well. What about an apple? So I just wanted to show you this, that it's super easy to do. You just go on Amazon and type in books about fall and bam, all these books come up. So that is what I wanted to share with you. But I want to talk about how to make a book musical. Let's stop sharing that. There we go. Um, how do you make a book musical? OK, so here's what I want to say about that. Um, when you're making a book musical, there are so many different things you can do. And I know so many of you already use books in your classrooms and especially the school year books is a great idea for using with students because if you're not able to do a lot of the movement activities you normally do or singing, then the books is something you can do, whether the kids are learning virtually, whether they are coming in your classroom or whether you're rolling a card into their classroom. Or even if you're, you know, sharing an assignment with them on Google Classroom, you can say, here's a snippet of a book. Here's an ebook we're going to visit together. And I want you to read this. So here's how to make a book musical. The kiddos, while you're reading it to them, for your younger students, they can pat the beat. Find the beat together. And Pete the Cat is a great idea because it's very rhymey. Um, they can definitely find the steady beat. Clap the rhythm or use any other body percussion to find the rhythm of the, um, you can read it like with a rhythm. You can read the words of the book with a rhythm is what I mean. Look for certain words in the book. So when it comes to fall, perfect a perfect idea for doing movement is anything about leaves. Think about all the movements kids could do with, you know, with the word leaf. So it's blowing in the wind. They can do this. You can even give them a scarf and they can uh, move it around like it's a leaf. They can, um, maybe the book is telling them that the leaves are falling from the tree. So bam, they're dropping their scarves to the ground. They can make it float like this. Uh, maybe when it comes to leaves, they're raking the leaves. What are other things you can do with leaves? Of course, my brain is not working, but you know what I mean. Think about any, uh, when you're reading a book, look for any kind of action word that would go along with that or pumpkins or apples or anything else pertaining to fall or even as you go into the winter months. So any kind of movement activity that would be perfect to do with a book. So you could look through the books ahead of time and find different action words that you can have the kids move to or do actions to. They can do this with partners in small groups or as a whole class 
Or if you're reading it to them, even over Zoom, you can even have one kid unmute themselves at a time to show the rest of the class what they're doing. Um, they can make up their own movements and you can say, okay, the word is um, blowing. The leaf is blowing. Someone, uh, I want someone to raise your hand on Zoom and let's talk about how the leaf would be blowing. Oh, good, Johnny, what do you have to show us? Oh, it's blowing like this. That's perfect. Everybody grab your, your piece of paper or your Kleenex and wave it, whatever they have at home, okay? Um, and then, with your older kids, one really cool thing to do with books is because well, I said you can make those younger kiddo books, you can make them um, per, yeah, relevant for older students is as you're reading the story, you can if you're in your classroom or a classroom setting, or even if you're not, even if you're teaching virtually, you can do this um, in the chat, for example, you can come up with other action words. And then what you can say is, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to create a four line poem to go along with the story. And now you are going to say it in a wrap, or you are going to act out the movement words or the action words that you wrote down as well. And then have the older kids create that as a group or as a whole class together. So you can take a book and you can do a lot of other things from that activity from the book and then make it musical. And um, for your older students, you can always add dynamics and tempo together as a class. The kids can come up with the different ways you can read the story to them. Um, you know, the leaf was falling from the tree and now the big windstorm came and pushed the leaves away or whatever it might be. And then, um, or the kids can just sit and listen to the story because a lot of times kids are not read to as much as they um, used to be. And so, cause you know, the world we live in is so technology heavy right now. So any opportunity you have to read to kids is awesome. So if you want to incorporate more books into your lesson plans, books are a great way to at the beginning or the end of class, they're a great activity to do to get your kiddos to pay attention. So um, you can also add movement with scarves or you can even add small instruments or body percussion to create sounds. Like if you are reading a story about, I don't know, a windstorm, for example, think about different instruments you can add to make the wind start really soft and then it gets louder. Um, body percussion, they can pat their legs, you know, clap their hands when the wind's getting loud or the, the branches are hitting against the window on the house or whatever the story might entail. So those are different ways to make a book musical. So like I said, look in the monthly lesson plan pack for different fall activities. I don't include a lot of holiday activities in the lesson plan packs, but sometimes you, you will also see them intermingled um, throughout the weeks as well, uh, the four weeks of the lesson plans. In the Hall of the Mountain King is a great activity. I do know I included that in month three lesson plan pack. Basically, the kids listen to the song. And yes, it's mostly done in October for Halloween, but it can definitely be done in November as well. The kids listen to the song and they move slowly. It's a great activity for dynamics and tempo, actually. And then they get louder as the music gets louder. Um, anything with pumpkins or leaves, they can do rhythm counting, movement activities, songs or stories. Um, Think, think about any Thanksgiving or winter songs. Anything will, you know, anything will fit. And it's also based on what type of school you're at and what your students need and what you're comfortable doing. That's why a lot of times I leave it vague because of what you can do with your particular group of students. Okay, so we already talked about how it's okay not to be okay. And now I want to talk about 
how to take care of yourself, especially during the holiday months. So I started out the Facebook Live by saying that this time of year is stressful. It's the time of holidays and not just holidays at school. Like when it comes to, um, we kind of already talked about that part of it, um, but you showing up as a teacher, the, well, let me backtrack. The reason, one of the reasons I created Harmony as well was for the community of music teachers. But another part of it is because I want you to always be able to find or achieve or um, strive to achieve to find harmony in your work and your home life. It's huge to me. It's be, being able to find and the balance is not going to always look like this. And we've talked about that before. There's going to be weeks where it goes like this and then this. But especially this time of year, of course, it's exciting. I love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas and my family celebrates Christmas. I love I love Halloween. It's like three months in a row of things and my birthday's on New Year's Eve. So I love this time of year is like a lot going on, you know? And so it's exciting. But with that said, you are doing all kinds of holiday stuff with your students and it's going to look different this year. There may not be a lot of holiday parties going on in the school building and stuff. But on top of that, let's talk about your personal life. You are going to be uh, making a list of gifts. Then you're going to be purchasing gifts for your family and friends. You may be hosting, um, you know, a holiday at your house. You may be needing to prepare the food and make a list of what to buy. You might be needing to decorate and go get a Christmas tree. And oh my gosh, the list goes on and on. So that's all the stuff going on at home. And then you've got all this holiday stuff going on at school. But on top of that, the behavior of your students at school is not necessarily going to get worse. They're just going to get more excited because they know this time of year is exciting. So taking care of yourself during the holiday months is a little more difficult. So one of the biggest pieces of advice you've heard me say before is I'm big on keeping lists and calendars. And if you participated in the um, Start the School Year Off Right Challenge this summer, the 30-day challenge, and if you have not, it's always permanently housed in the Harmony Facebook group and in Harmony itself, by the way. Anyways, in the membership site is what I meant. Um, what I was going to say is we talked about that, why, how to keep a calendar, the different types of calendars you can keep, why making a list is important, basically staying organized. And so one way to take care of yourself during the holiday months is by just doing that. Make a list of what needs to get done. So you're not overwhelmed. Start early. If it comes, you know, to buying gifts for family and friends, I know that's what I'm going to do. Start early, like maybe even like next week. Start by, okay, this week I'm going to tackle like parents for, I mean, gifts for my parents. Next week I'm going to tackle buying gifts for my own children. Okay. Am I going to do anything for the, my colleagues? Okay. Bam. All that's done. Okay. What else is on my list of things I need to get done? And then slowly but surely you'll notice it gets done. If you just kind of delegate, um, put it down on a list and put it on your calendar when things need to get done. And so that's, that helps me a lot. And that's a way to take care of yourself is by not waiting last minute to do everything by kind of spacing it out a little bit. So it gets done slowly, but it does get done. Um, the next thing is to uh, set aside certain nights or times on the weekend to get holiday planning and shopping done. So maybe you're looking at your calendar and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no time to do any of this. You're gonna say, okay, instead of saying I don't have time, I'm gonna, I'm going to make time. I'm gonna say on Thursday night, I'm gonna def I'm gonna set aside two hours to just shop. Maybe it's you're just doing online shopping, or I'm gonna go visit these stores in person on that night and I'm gonna tackle um, gifts for these people on this night. That is a good way to do it too, is to set aside certain nights or times. And then pencil in self-care, because we talk about this all the time. And we also talk about all the time how self-care will look different for everyone.
So make sure part of taking care of yourself during the holiday months is to make sure you're taking care of yourself. You're going to be doing so many things for other people, your students, your family, your friends, your colleagues, everyone that your neighbors, whoever else that it's and um, that sometimes you get lost in the shuffle. So don't forget to take care of yourself. Pencil in time for self-care and remember that it's a, it's OK to say no. Same thing when you look at your calendar, if you say on that Thursday night, you're going to be doing da 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 with all these holiday gifts and planning stuff for the holidays, then make sure maybe on that Friday night, you're penciling in, lay in bed and do nothing. Okay. So make sure you are definitely planning time to take care of yourself during the holiday months. It's super important. Okay. Now I want to talk about what's coming up this month. And then I'm going to mention something at the very end that you're going to love. So what's coming up this month? Okay. So next Wednesday, and by the way, you get emails every Saturday. And also I always post updates in the Harmony Facebook group as well. But next Wednesday, the what would that be? The, the 11th. Um, Elisa Jansen Jones is coming into um, coming to our member call. She is going to be our guest um, expert to come in and just kind of talk to you guys and give you advice around um, all things music teaching. And you can pick her brain. Um, and then the following week is our month four lesson plan pack will be released. So that is what's coming up this month. And then I want to let me make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh, I did also want to mention that today a new podcast episode dropped about what to do if a lesson plan fails, because I know you're feeling that pressure right now and you're feeling overwhelmed and you're like, that didn't go well. Okay. So make sure you listen to that episode. I believe it was episode 125. And then what's coming up, some of you went through this with me last year and some of you have never gone through this challenge. So in the summer, I do the start the school year off right challenge. It's five days free and then 30 days for Harmony members. In the winter months, I like to do another mid-year challenge, but shorter. So this challenge is free for three days for anyone. And then it's seven days for you guys. So the challenge, you're going to be getting a lot more information about it soon. Um, it will be emailed to you. You'll be well informed. But the way I do challenges is I have a free Facebook group, which a lot of you are in that one and you're in the Harmony group. So the first free... The first three days, the Facebook lives, I will be going live in the free Facebook group. And then um, day four, five, six, seven on day five and seven, I'll be going live in the Harmony Facebook group. You'll be getting a daily email, um, a daily challenge email and then a question prompt. And then all the challenge Facebook lives, question prompts and emails will be perm permanently housed inside of Harmony. Okay. And so that is also when I will be opening the doors to Harmony. So the challenge is December 28th, 29th and 30th. And then I'll be opening the doors for Harmony for new members to Harmony for new members, excuse me. And then I'll be closing it the following week in January. Last week, the Reflect and Renew challenge last Gosh, I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry, you can tell I'm tired. Last year, the Reflect and Renew Challenge was in January. This year, I decided to do it in December. And I know that might be crazy on my part because it's right between Christmas and the New Year. But I wanted to do it that way so it gives new members time to come in. Um, it, it gives enough time to finish the challenge and to really kind of get acclimated into harmony before returning back to school. So, or it might be they returning back to school or you guys returning back to school right when um, the challenge finishes. So I decided to do it in December this year. 
um, just because just to change things up. But I also wanted to let you know that make sure you invite your friends to join us in the challenge. Um, if they head to the domesticmusician.com, a pop-up will come up to join us for the challenge or send them. And I don't want to tell you the wrong link. So let me look this up before I tell you the wrong link. Um, but I would love if you have music teacher buddies that are kind of feeling overwhelmed or you think harmony would be a good fit for them, then you can. And if you don't feel comfortable even mentioning join a membership site, then just send them to the challenge. And let me I'm looking up the link right now. Just give me one second. It is. My computer's thinking about it. Hold on. Um. Okay, so subscribe page. Let me type this in the chat. Subscribe. Oops. Page.com forward slash reflect and renew. And here's the thing you guys do not need to sign up because you're already going to be getting the challenge emails. You do not need to sign up for the challenge. This is just for people who are not. I'm already signed up for the challenge. So share that link with any of your friends. Let invite them, let them know about it. And also if someone says, well, I can't make it live, that's okay. Cause they'll still get the challenge emails and they can join the free Facebook group and watch any of the Facebook live replays. I would love for you guys to share the message about harmony, invite your friends to join us. Um, and there is a chance for you to be an affiliate to when you, um, invite a member in if they use your affiliate link you can get um a discount in harmony so it's kind of a win-win for everyone let me know if you're interested in that and i will sh send more information your way so before i go i just wanted to let you know i'm here for you if you need anything at all i am always thinking about you guys i am always checking in the facebook group i'm checking my emails my messages everything and i really truly am honored to know each and every one of you i'm so glad you're in harmony make sure you check your email because you were sent a um uh gift card link a link to a gift card for Krispy Kreme if you do not have a Krispy Kreme donuts near you let me know because I can send you a link to Starbucks so let me know and you guys hang in there have an amazing rest of your week and I'll see you soon bye